Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust up and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Friday Night Freak Show has begun. We got a full house tonight on this uh, Friday Night uh, Freak Show. Let's call it uh, somewhat of a football Friday tonight because we're talking Champs League football. We're talking Raider football. Uh, Vincent Bonson, you know, will step up and in and kick it with us from the Review Journal in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada. We'll get caught up with the Kaepernick and more situation uh, with the silver and black attack. Tony Finn steps up and in straight from the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, it's all about Sin City uh, tonight. Tony Finn kicks it with us uh, straight from the uh, lines, actually, at uh, an area 51, as we know, in the middle of uh, the badlands of the desert. So Tony Finn kicks it with us. Rob Vino, who lived in Vegas for a long time, but Rob Vino's uh, in the Philadelphia area. Uh, now, Rob Vino, Rob Vino Sports uh, will join us. So, as I stated, we got a full house. We got a great cast. We're breaking it down. There's a ton of stuff to break down, including a game seven. What? A game seven? Honestly, if anybody thought there would have been a game seven, they probably you would probably thought that the um, it was the St. Louis Blues who uh, forced the game seven. Now, listen, they were both underdogs. The St. Louis Blues losing heartbreaking fashion, but it's a cold ass world. The Rotel was paid with good intentions. Uh, the Miami Heat uh, were these guys were seriously buried. All right, these guys were written off. You know, torn apart, left for dead. The song that we play, it's my song, Left for Dead. You think I'm dead, but I'm not. Well, you know what? The Miami Heat, they should be playing this. This should be their theme song. Although, I don't think that Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry would like the song very much, uh, to be honest. Uh, but they're not done, right? They're not. And they, you know, the fact of the matter is, who knows what's going to happen now? I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. i said it a million times. I've told you guys this. I don't think people, whatever, they believe me or whatever. Or you think, oh, yeah, whatever. Momentum does not exist in the playoffs. Doesn't exist. One game into the next means absolutely nothing. Yeah, but have you seen the way that they played the last two? It doesn't matter. 
right? It doesn't matter. One game, and it's the exact same thing going into Sunday. Honestly, as it is right now, my gut feel, my gut instinct, my gut feel told me tonight that the Miami Heat were to play and they were going to show up tonight. My gut tells me that they'll probably be flat at home somehow. And honestly, it's not like the Miami Heat have any sort of distinct home court advantage. The Celtic fans take that building over. They're louder than the Miami Heat fans are. Listen, the Miami Heat fans are hot, all right? If, we, 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 if we're going to rank, like, as far as uh, most attractive, all right, we're going to give it to Miami, but they're not loud. <laughs> and in fact, I don't want a bunch of hot girls from South Beach sitting courtside and stuff. I want a bunch of fat guys spilling beer on the court and yelling at people, right? That's the problem, man. Sports has become a fashion show, like Tyler Hero, Right? Um, just sit your ass down, okay? We're doing all right here. We're doing just fine. He's going to roll in like a, you know, he's going to be a hero. Um, I didn't notice him tonight, though, so that's a good thing. Uh, like, I didn't say, oh, yeah, look what he's wearing. I didn't, I didn't notice. You think I'm dead, but I'm not. The Miami Heat are not. This is sports rage. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between is the Miami Heat were left behind. They were like Darth Vader when he got chopped up into little pieces in uh, whatever one of the uh, 92 million Star Wars movies uh, that there's been. Whatever one it was. Sith, Wars, Garth, whatever. Garth Brooks, whatever. All I know is we got a game seven. That's right. And I don't know. I'm just saying, if you know what I'm saying, uh, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying, if you know what I'm saying, that if the Boston Celtics would have won tonight, then there would have been no basketball until next Thursday night. Now we've got a game seven. I'm just wondering, what do you think the league would have preferred? A game seven or nothing until next Thursday night? Out of sight, out of mind. Now the question is, can you say, uh, for, for Boston Celtic fans tuning in right now, do you feel as though that the, the officials were the deciding factor of this game? I would say no. The deciding factor was the fact that Jimmy Butler is a badass and went off for 47 points tonight. His player prop was 22 and a half. All right? And you knew he was, he, this guy was going to, he was not going to like not go down and not die on his sword type of deal. Now, one thing I'd be concerned about with the Miami Heat moving forward is that Kyle Lowry had a good game tonight. And I love Kyle Lowry to death, but Kyle is the king of, man, what happened, man? The other night he had 18, and tonight he's got four. <laughs> he is the king. He is the, he's Elvis Presley, man, when it comes to, man, what happened? I thought, like, yo, man, like... And I said it before, I'm going to say it again. Momentum doesn't mean anything in in the playoffs. One game does not carry over to the next. What I can tell you uh, is that uh, Boston Celtics are road favorites in Game 7. I can tell you that the game is Sunday night at 8.30 Eastern time, and the Boston Celtics are currently two-and-a-half-point favorites, and the total is right now 198-and-a-half. Am I in a hot tub time machine? 198-and-a-half, What? Is it 2022? What the hell's going on here? I'll tell you what's going on. We're going to be talking NFL football. What's going on with Kaepernick? This workout reportedly went well. Vinny Bonson, you know, will step up and in from Las Vegas. The Review Journal covers the Raiders. Tony Finn from Vegas steps up and in. Rob Vino from Philadelphia. The late night anger management class. Bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Whoa, yeah! Wow! Uh, the late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Marinci. We got a full house. Tony Fiddle join us from Vegas in level two. Uh, Vinny will step up and in from Vegas in about 10, 15 minutes' time. Uh, Kaepernick. Kaepernick worked out for the Raiders. Uh, reports are uh, that uh, arm strength is uh, still like amazing. Dude can throw throw bombs. Uh, they were very impressed with the conditioning and shape uh, that he was in. Now, are they going to sign him? I don't know. Seems to me strange to bring him in and then he looks good and not to sign him. Uh, there are now reports that there are two other teams that are now interested as well. So, you know, the, 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 the question is, the question is, would Kaepernick, like, you know, does, does he want to be the backup? And I'm not talking about being a starter. I, he knows he's not going to be competing for the starting job. But what if they told him, listen, you're not the backup, but you're the third string. You want to be the third string quarterback? <laughs> and we'll give you what we pay third string quarterbacks. We'll give you a million dollars. Does he want to do it? You know, that's, that, that's the, uh, you know, to me, that's what it's going to come down to. Or can he beat out, can he beat out Nick Mullins? Right, it's Jared Stidham and Nick Mullins. He's got to get the invite in a camp first. But uh, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get you caught up to date. Vinny will step up and in from Vegas. I'm intrigued by this Raider team coming into this year, though. I think they're being undervalued. Their win total is eight uh, right now. So we got a monster weekend of sports coming up, man. A little bit of something for everybody. We always say, oh, we're going to get to this, we're going to get to that, and then time flies by. It's the quickest 100 minutes since uh, Sports Talk Radio, our show. Um, so we'll just sort of start getting right to it. But it was it's been a crazy day, and... Like, last night was one of those nights where I just had a weird feeling. I was like, man, there's so much going on. And I'm always up, but I was like, you know, there's so much going on. I want to get a head start on this. And I was reading about the Champions League, and I just started started digging in more and more. And, man, like two hours passed and stuff. So it went from, like, 1 in the morning to 3 in the morning, just Champs League stuff. 
I started getting into the USFL, and I was really getting into the uh, the National Lacrosse League, and uh, you know San Diego and Colorado tomorrow. So I was really breaking down all this sort of exotic stuff, and like it took hours and hours and hours. And it was one of those deals. I was up at like 5:30. I was like, "Son of a!" <laughs> and the sun is up. It's all bright, and uh, I'm like, "Well, all right. It is what it is. Let me get. I'll get some rest." And I just had one of these weird feelings. It, uh, it's like the, I was. I was like, it's like I'm Batman. I felt like the bat signal being called. And I was lying in bed. It's like 10:30, 11 in the morning type thing. And I was up to like 5:30, whatever. I was like, oh, Ben, all right, I better get up. Yeah, I better, you know, I better look and see what's going on in the world. And I look, and I see my DMs are blowing up. And I'm like, oh, boy, what did I miss? What's going on? And uh, it's the Pat McAfee show. And um, it's basically, yo, Marenzi, are you up? And then I got another one, yo. And then, you know, another one, hey, bro. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it was one after another. And then it was like, listen, I got one. They said, listen. McAfee wants you on the show, like, but you got to be ready, like, now, like, in the next 10, 15 minutes. And I saw that, and I literally had, like, seven, eight minutes. They told me, we'll give you 15 minutes. They gave me, like, seven minutes. I was like, give me 15 minutes. Boom. I get up. I'm like, God, I got to set lights up. I got to set everything up. But I was ready to go because I was up all night. So he asked me, what do you like this weekend? And then, boom, I came out firing. Came out firing. Always love being on a McAfee show. Um, AJ Hawk uh, cracks me up. Uh, it's a fair. They're, they're just great guys. Great fan base. Uh, cool. Uh, you know, they got a cool uh, chat room going. Cool, uh, cool people. And of course, the Hammer, the Hammer Don dudes are, are the best. I told Gump I'm gonna set up a chair with him. Maybe you know we gotta we gotta maybe I gotta get a bigger studio or something. We get Gump Gump in the house. Wherever wherever Gump uh, ends up uh, uh, when he when he uh, returns. See, yeah, it was one of those days today, and I gotta tell you, like it's, I, I, you know, it's Ozzy Osbourne said this best. Like, if you know what I mean, somebody like Ozzy Osbourne, he's looking for a guitarist and stuff, and you know, you get all the big names showing up, and and what pisses Ozzy off is guys that take forever to set up, <laughs> right? So, so Ozzy, he's Ozzy Osbourne, all right. He's like, you know, he doesn't have a lot of time left. He's, you know what I mean? He doesn't have time for you, right? So, like, basically. Like, he'll, there's stories of Ozzy where guys, and like big name guys, where they show up for the audition for Ozzy Osbourne for the tour or whatever, and they start setting up, and it's taken like an hour and stuff or whatever. And Ozzy's like, this isn't going to work. And they don't even get to the audition because <laughs> Ozzy's like, listen, uh, I can't deal with this. Like, and, and he, his line is, if you can't do this, if you can't do this show, with a borrowed guitar and a pair of jeans, then we, you know, you're not the right guy. And that's sort of the, you know, you got to be ready all the time and no excuses. I don't have this. I don't have that. I'm not ready for this. I mean, you should see some of the drama we put up with with our guest. Babano's the worst. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> big drama with Babano. <laughs> big, big. No, but I, you'd be surprised. I've always said this. Like, the bigger. I, I swear, like, uh, the bigger the bigger the athlete or the bigger the name or something, they'll stiff you less and have less drama than, like, other people. It's bizarre. Like, there's a lot of, like, guests that you notice we've had on over the years. We don't now. Just because I'm like, yeah, whatever. I can't deal with this. Right? You're either good to go or you're not. That's why we love Mo Khan. Mo's good to go. Right? Yeah, Mo, Mo, Mo's like, yeah, boom, good to go. 
Good to go. Tony Finn's good to go. He has a hard time operating a phone, but he's always good to go. Yeah, so it was a great uh, great time on the McAfee show today. So that caught me off guard. And then, like, literally, like, 20 minutes later, uh, 20 minutes later, I was at a chiropractor getting snapped in half and stuff. I don't even think the guy believes me and stuff. He goes, oh, how was your morning? I said, oh, it's pretty crazy. I was just on a show with, like, 200,000 people watching. He's like, oh, yeah. He's probably looking at me like... <laughs> I'm getting cracked in his chiropractor office. Uh, it's quite, quite the day. Went right into uh, to game time decisions. and uh, But, uh, hey, listen, it's Memorial Day, uh, Memorial Weekend. And don't, let's not forget what Memorial Weekend is all about, all right? So uh, if you're a troop out there, if you're a veteran... Uh, thanks for your service uh, to the family members of the fallen ones uh, out there. Thank you for you know, the sacrifice that uh, your your relatives gave. I was lucky. My grandfather was uh, was in the World Wars, but uh, he survived. And um, but on the other side, and listen, people lost their lives, but it did like ruin his career. Dude, dude was playing like he was on the Montreal Canadiens stuff. Like, you know, he went, he went, uh, he went. He was stationed in England though, so he wasn't like you know in, in the fields in Germany type thing. But I'm just saying, like, he was he was in a prime of his hockey career, and he gave it up. Right, he went, and that was that. After when he came back, he was older and stuff. He still played, but it, you know, it was his prime. A different era then, right? But real heroes. That's why you like Jimmy Butler tonight. I, I nearly, I said to my mind, I was like, whoa, what a heroic performance. Then I sort of checked myself. No, it's not a heroic performance. He's a basketball player, right? He's not a hero. It's not a heroic. Those border patrol guys in Texas that told the local cops to suck it and we're going in, those guys wanted to be heroes. Yeah, there's real heroes in the world, you know, heroic style, heroic performance. So I, I check myself. So instead of heroic, let's call it legendary. How's that? Legendary performance, because that's what that was from Jimmy Butler. You go into the Boston Garden elimination game. You're playing. Let's just call it out for what it is. Like we talked about it before the game started. Like I was like, how the hell am I even betting on these guys? Yeah, you got Max Struess, <laughs> Gabe Vincent. <laughs> like, all of the Miami Heat player props were like eight and a half, essentially. Like, seriously. Like, Jimmy Butler was 22 and a half. Bam was like 15 and a half. Lowry was 12 and a half. Everybody else was like seven and a half. I was like, I don't know how these points add up. How are they going to win this game? They won the game because of Jimmy Butler. The legend can grow if he can beat them again on Sunday night. This is sports rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Anchor match for class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. We're breaking it down. Sirius XM Channel 159. A mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Kicking it in SoCal. The loudest station in the nation. A 50,000-watt juggernaut. Let's talk Raider football right now. Uh, Vinny Bonsignor, of course, uh, covers the Raiders at the Review Journal in Las Vegas. He's also the host of In the Huddle on the Raider Nation Radio Networks. Vinny, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? We're doing great, uh, Vinny. So, um, the Raiders are obviously news uh, this week uh, due to the uh, Colin Kaepernick uh, workout. There are reports uh, coming out that, uh, quote, um, the workout was positive. What are you hearing about the workout? Yeah, um, you know, hearing the same thing, uh, but, uh, you know, I would I would caution uh, everybody to understand that Dave Ziegler, the general manager, Josh McDaniels, uh, the head coach, uh, they're going to base this decision on whether or not, uh, based on what they saw and uh, everything that they're uh, doing their due diligence on right now, whether or not Colin Kaepernick uh, makes this team better uh, as the backup quarterback option or an option uh, to, to win that job behind Derek Carr. And that's what it's going to come down to. Uh, it's not going to come down to anything that's happened before or since, um, you know, all of the, uh, you, know, you know, with, 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 with taking the knee and whatever uh, attention that draws, um, you know, good or bad, really, uh, whatever distraction um, might come of, of signing Colin Kaepernick. We know that that would be a big story if they do, but this is strictly going to be a football decision. And right now, I think the Raiders are, are still making that determination of whether or not they think Colin Kaepernick uh, offers them a better option uh, as a backup quarterback uh, compared to what they already have on the roster. Could you see Colin Kaepernick accepting a third-string quarterback uh, position? Well, I don't think that they would say, hey, you're coming in to be the third-string quarterback. I think that they're, they, you know, if, if they come to that conclusion that, um, you know, that, that, that he's somebody that they would like to see compete for that job, I think that's how it would be, um, you know, described to him. And I think, I feel, I just get the sense that uh, this means a lot to Colin Kaepernick, whether it's here in Las Vegas with the Raiders or somebody else. You know, he's kind of getting to that stage of life where uh, five years have passed since the last time he played. Um, there's only so much time uh, left on the, on the stopwatch, uh, you know, uh, for him. As, an, as, a, as a professional football player. Um, and I think maybe, you know, he just wants one more shot, and, and rightfully so. And, um, you know, whatever that opportunity is and in whatever form it comes, um, I think that he would, he would want to come in somewhere uh, and compete for a job. You know what I said on Twitter earlier in the week? He'd be, he would sell the most jerseys in the National Football League. He'd be like the first backup to lead the league in jersey sales. Are you buying in 
and I'm happy that he's back, um, back like in the room right now, so to speak. So if it doesn't happen in Las Vegas, we'll see this uh, the, how this plays out. There were reports that there are two other teams that are interested as well. And if the workout did go well and the Raiders, you know, don't sign him, do you think? I guess what I'm getting at, do you think that he's in the league? Do you think that he cracks the barrier and he gets back in the league? I kind of have a feeling that uh, yes. Um, and, Feels that uh, way, doesn't it? Yeah, and and you know I think that uh, for the most part, I mean I know I've gotten some negative emails, but whatever. You're gonna always have people uh, that that take the negative uh, all the time on, on certain situations and misunderstand things and read things that aren't into it. Hey, let, let me just say, Vinny, if any Raider fan is against Colin Kaepernick for any of the, the aforementioned reasons you threw out there earlier, they didn't understand what Al Davis was all about, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, uh, but I. I think that the, the reception for the most part was pretty positive um, and I think that there's people that you know uh, understand what happened and, and, and uh, understand what he was doing and the intent behind it wasn't hating anybody it was just trying to draw, draw attention to something that was going on uh, in certain communities uh, in our in, in our country that needed to have light shed on it and um, and that's how he felt and others agreed um, that, that that light would be best shined by doing something at a uh, poignant moment to kind of draw attention to that not anti-flag, not anti-military, not anti-police. Um, if I could tell you how many, you know, uh, African-American professional football players I talked to, let's just say with the Rams, uh, who talked about, hey, I have cousins and relatives and friends that are in the military, in the police uh, department. This isn't about them. They respect the the, uh, the vocation. They respect what they represent um, and the job that they, that they do. But there are bad uh, elements in every vocation across the country um, in the world, and, and it, was, it was trying to draw attention uh, to, to the bad element that was not being held accountable. So uh, that's my uh, that's like my, my little speech, I guess. Uh, but but really, when you think about it, the reception so far has been pretty good. And I think other teams will see that, whether it's here with the Raiders um, or, or elsewhere. And, and if a team out there, uh, the Raiders included, feel like Colin Kaepernick has something left in the tank uh, and can get up to speed in time to help them this season, uh, I would not be shocked at all if he's back on our roster. Uh, Las Vegas Review Journal's Vinny Bonsignor uh, with us. I am Gable Moretzi. Uh, you mentioned the word uh, accountable, and it seems to me that's one of the themes of of this OTA in which they want to set the culture in the room right now. And I saw you tweeting about uh, the, play, the players policing themselves. Talk to me about the accountability uh, factor and what it means to the team um, not to have not to have the same mistakes made that were made in the past. Yeah, um, there was a period yesterday uh, during uh, when we were out there watching in practice where uh, you could tell that there was uh, it got a little sloppy. Let's put it that way. It was a red zone uh, work period, um, 11 on 11, and all of a sudden uh, the entire offense just took off running and they did a big lap around the field. And I was like, you know, it's been a long time since I've seen that in the NFL, uh, if ever, really, to be honest with you. Um, and so, uh, you know, made a mental note of it. And there was another uh, instance, uh, something quite similar happened. Uh, and I just thought, okay, here's Josh McDaniel and the new staff kind of laying, drawing a line in the sand and saying, you know, uh, we have a standard here and, and if we're not living up to it, there'll be consequences for it. And so later on, come to find out, talking to Josh, uh, that wasn't me. That was the players policing themselves and, and holding themselves accountable and, and uh, policing a penalty on themselves. And I felt like it was um, something small but potentially big. Uh, 
<laughs> very big, especially this early, Vinny, that they're already in that mindset this early. I think it is big. Yeah, exactly. And and I think it's it's it's, it's also sort of telling to me because it, it shows me that the Raiders are looking at themselves in a certain way, and it's a high level. And they don't want bad habits, bad careless mistakes, um, you know, to, to, to be the reason why they don't go where they want to go to. And I think what they're saying basically is, look, we could use the excuse that, yeah, we're, we're implementing a new offense. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be uncertainty. It's not always going to be uh, on the same page, especially now when they're in the beginning stages, basically, of putting this all together. But they're not going to accept that mistake amongst themselves. And I think that's a pretty good sign that um, whatever mistakes were happening right now um, will be kind of uh, uh, pounded out of them by the time uh, it gets to uh, serious football. That's not to say mistakes aren't going to happen. They always do. Uh, but, but, the, but the mindset of you know, we're not going to tolerate that, we're not going to put, put up with it, probably puts them in a really good position to mitigate those mistakes down the road. So it's an interesting camp, isn't it, in the sense there's a new coaching staff, uh, new schemes, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. How much change uh, is there? Is there tweaking, or do you get the sense are the players overwhelmed by a new system? No, nah, I don't think they're, they're overwhelmed. Um, you know, uh, and I think you know it, it also helps that you know you got a quarterback in Derek Carr is pretty smart as a whip, um, and so I think that and they, they've brought in. Um, if you look at the uh, if you look at the Raiders offense, they've brought in a, a select few guys uh, that have been there, done that. Whether it's Jared Stidham um, or uh, you know Brandon uh, Bolden, one of the running backs. Uh, they brought in a fullback uh, from from New England, so they have players that have been um, in this offense now for three, four, or five years that. I I think are going to be the guys that, you know, uh, when they're in the meeting rooms, when they're in a huddle, when they're over there standing on the sidelines, uh, when it's somebody else's rep to kind of talk other guys through it. So uh, I don't get that sense right now that it's anything overwhelming. Um, and I think that one thing that really has stood out about the staff, even in the brief time that we've dealt with them and watched them, is there's a, there's a uh, uh, you know, a, a big emphasis on teaching and communicating and getting it through, getting the message through. And I think that that part of it, too, uh, is going to help, whether it's Josh McDaniels or or, uh, you know, uh, uh, their new offensive coordinator, Mick Lombardi, or Carmen Bursillo, the new uh, offensive line coach, that teaching element, um, I think, will expedite that process. I'm higher on this football team uh, than most, uh, to be honest. I don't know how you feel about it. FanDuel has a, a win total posted of eight. Uh, shaded to the over at minus 130, but, I mean, that's a losing record, and I get a push. But I believe that they're better than this. And, you know, people want to give Denver this and Denver that. They've got a new coach, a new quarterback. I get it. It's flashy. Um, but And even the Chargers. I just I, I believe in this Raider team. I said they showed so much to me last year, uh, Vinny, for everything that they went through, still to fight through and make the playoffs. And, hell, they were in that football game against the Bengals, man, uh, into the final, into the final drive. I, I just I, I I like what they did, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how things can come together here. Before we get you out of here, something I'm fascinated about. We didn't even get to Devonte Adams, um, but you got Adams, you got Renfro, but the the, the who's the third guy? Uh, Demarcus Robinson, Cole. What's what's the word with the third wide receiver? And um, are they deep enough at the wide wide receiver position? I'm gonna throw a number and a last name at you. 83 Waller. That's the that's the other wide receiver. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Tight end. <laughs> you're right. Yes, sir. And, yeah, and yeah. I don't say that flippantly at all. Yes, uh, I know. Yeah, yeah. But it, but he, he lines up everywhere, and he's he's essentially a wide receiver. So uh, and it, it's a good point that you bring up because they did trade Brian Edwards, who was quote unquote the third wide receiver technically. Uh, but I think it just feels. 
feels like um, they understand sort of the dynamics of what Darren Waller is in reality, whatever the uh, you know the position uh, is in, in, in front of him and what he represents. And I think when you get down to the third wide receiver, what Bri- whatever Brian Edwards was on this team, what his role was on this team, I think at this point anyway, it looks like they're going to do it by committee. Uh, you know, you've got Demarcus Robinson, you've got uh, Keelan Cole, uh, Mac Hollins. Uh, I think I think that third wide receiver when they go to that set, and there's going to be a lot of times where it's you know 13 personnel, 12 personnel, where you're not even using three wide receivers. It's often going to be two wide receivers. But on those instances when you do, uh, I think uh, it just it gets it feels like it might be do, done by a committee and based on situation and who gives them the best uh, option in that situation. It might be in the red zone. Maybe that's where Matt Collins, um, you know, uh, is going to be slaughtered. When you want to stretch the field a little bit, maybe that's where Keelan Cole comes into play. So I think it's going to be done that way. Unless, you know, they go out and, 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 and bring somebody else in or trade for somebody else that is more of a bona fide, absolutely, without question, the number three wide receiver on this team. Vinny, it's always a pleasure, man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. All right, man. Have a good one. Aloha. The Late Night Anger Management Class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. I can't believe we're on the Canadian Olympic basketball team. Yep. Just that easy. Wow, that was close. You can be the center. Let's roll. The Late Night Anger Management Class, the Friday Night Freak Show continues. Thanks to Vinny B for joining us, talking some Raider football. I'm fired up uh, right now, and I'm also I'm mad at myself. But it was, you know, we went pretty hard in Vegas those five days for the NFL draft. We were pretty worn out at the end of it. And 
I want to buy a, I could have bought a Raider helmet, but like the real helmet, they sell them at the airport. Right? I said it before, Vegas airport's the best, like a mall. They got a bunch of Raider stores in there. I really regret not getting a big helmet, but I didn't want to carry it. My bag was already overflowing and stuff. And, you know, I, I was in Vegas for five days, so I wasn't exactly in the in peak condition. <laughs> I remember I had like a bag and I was like, and I had the helmet, and I didn't like the attitude of the girl in the store because I said, how much is the helmet? She goes, oh, it's very expensive. I was like, what? What do you say? Like, you think I can afford it? <laughs> right? I was going to say, listen, baby, give me two of them right now, right? But no. And I, was, I sort of gave her a look. I said, well, how much? I didn't ask you. I said, well, how much? Right? She had attitude. Well, which one? And uh, she's like, oh, the real one's like 450 bucks or something, and they have a replica large one. It's like 150 bucks or something. I was going to get the replica one. But I didn't want to carry it, but I'm going to be back in Vegas soon enough. I'm, that's, it's, it's on my uh, bucket list. I'll pick up a helmet at the airport. Add it to the collection for the, uh, add to the, collection for the football season coming up. Um, I got football fever. So I do like the Raiders over eight. Uh, I want to get to, uh, we're going to move on for the NFL, but this division is going to be wild stuff. Yet, you know, I just, to me, people are underselling the Raiders. The Raiders, like people, oh, you know, I was just thinking about like with the Chargers. You know, who the Chargers are they're the Philadelphia 76ers. Their process never ends. Trust the process with the Chargers. Uh, the Charger fans been trusting the process for what you know, 60 years. How's that going? You think about it, Justin Herbert's Joel Embiid, right? They change coaches all the time. There's always, oh, they're going to win. It's like, no, they won't, right? They could have made the playoffs last year, and their coach called a timeout. And people, this guy's some sort of genius. Like, people go, oh, this year are the Chargers. Watch out for the Chargers. Watch out for what? Watch out for what with the Chargers? You have a better chance of getting struck by lightning and actually getting charged by lightning than the Chargers win to the Super Bowl. I've said it before, man. The Chargers are like the Detroit Lions on the West Coast. People just don't feel bad for them because the weather's nice. But they're, they're, the Charger organization, they are Cleveland. They are Detroit. They are Buffalo, right? They are. And Buffalo's another one. I'm a diehard Bills fan, but people have anointed Buffalo, the kings of the NFL somehow. Like, really? What, what has Buffalo ever done? But, um, you know, I like Russell Wilson. I like him a lot. I'm, I'm interested to see how he plays with Denver. Only in a sense that he wasn't very good over the last couple of years with Seattle. And Seahawks player said that now they said he basically mailed it in, that he didn't, he wasn't into it, right? And, you know, there was always reports that he wanted out and he denied it and clearly he was lying. He did want out because he's out. My deal with Denver is, is Russell Wilson what Russell Wilson was, number one. And my biggest, my, my biggest deal with Denver is I think Nate Hackett's an idiot, all right? I think, I, you know what I mean? I don't think, like, I don't know how this guy has a job, like a head coaching job in the NFL. He's fallen ass backwards his entire career. He was the offensive coordinator. First off, his father's a coordinator and a coach, right? So he's a football family guy. So right then and there, right? So he, he's got, he got the in, into the, into the business. So... He's been around. He was the offensive coordinator with Syracuse and whatever. Like, they weren't even that good. And Doug Marone got the job with the Bills, and he went from Syracuse into the NFL. He never had any NFL experience, and he was the offensive coordinator of the Bills. I've been a Buffalo Bill fan since 1977. Nate Hackett was the worst offensive coordinator in the history of the Buffalo Bill organization. And I don't, I'm not just saying that. 
All right, because let me tell you, our boy old Rex Ryan. Now those were some pretty like that was a play calling was pretty whacked right, in that era. But Nate Hackett was the worst, like just the worst. Like I'm telling you, man. For me, he's like Bob Wickman. Like, this guy, Nate Hackett, out of every, like, I'm a lifelong Bills fan. Out of everyone, if you ask me, like, who's upset you the most, I'd be like, Nate Hackett. Like, that guy. That was, it was just terrible. Like, seriously. Like, I would take some kid that just smoked an eight ball of, like, purple kush to call better plays than this guy. I'd seriously take one of these geek nerd kids that play the video game championships. They'd be a better play caller than Nate Hackett. So, he's in Buffalo. Whatever. The play calling sucks. The offense sucks. And uh, they get fired. And look. Um, and then he goes to Jacksonville. Yeah. Because we all know that Blake Bortles offense was awesome. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jags made the playoffs did well because of their freaking defense. Uh, Nate Hackett didn't do anything. All right? Nate Hackett didn't do anything. And somehow, like, he goes to Green Bay, and now he's getting credit because what? Because Aaron Rodgers is good? Aaron Rodgers is already good. That's like me going and working, being a roadie for Metallica and, like, taking credit and getting hired to be, like, a producer for the next Megadeth record because I look good being a roadie for Metallica. It's a good analogy, actually. It's a little complicated, but I thought it was good. I actually got asked to be a roadie for Megadeth <laughs> before. True story. True story. That was a wild night. I was a kid. It was the uh, Killing Is My Business tour. I must have been like 16. I think I was 16. And I was a hardcore kid, so I went to see Megadeth. And um, Dave Mustaine, the singer of Megadeth, Dave Mustaine, had a backstage pass on his jeans, on his thigh. All right, but it was one of those like sticker ones in the old days. Was it like a Lammy? It was like a sticker. They used to have those old, you know, sort of, you know, sticker type things. The, and it all access. And I was in the front row and he's singing and playing. And I just reached up, Matthias, and peeled his pass off his jeans without him even noticing. <laughs> so, true story. <laughs> so I'm in the front row. Yeah, he's playing. I just leaned up and pulled the pass off of his jeans. Tough. Pulled it off without missing a beat, Matthias. I, I slapped it on my jacket. Poof. I just put it on my jacket, and I walked right backstage. Right? They stopped me. And the show's going on and stuff. They stopped me, and I'm like, yo, all access. They're like, go on in. So I go in. This is a true story. It's pretty crazy. I'm lucky I didn't get punched in the face. So I go in. I go backstage, but Megadeth are on the stage, right? And I went into their dressing room and I started like drinking their beer and stuff. <laughs> it's like a 60 year old. So I'm in their dressing room when they're playing. I just walked right in. There's no one there. Walk backstage. It was at the Spectrum, the same place I ended up playing there after, which is super cool. But, anyways, so I go in. I, I go in. No one's around. I just see a bunch of beer and food and stuff. So I'm like, oh, let me crack a beer. I get a beer. And, and then and they have a screen. You can see the show like this tv thing i'm looking up i'm rocking listening to me i'm drinking their beer i'm like eating chips and stuff 
like dipping it in a dip. I'm like, this is great. Right, the backstage pass. Then I went and I sort of I went back out into the crowd because I was like, man, this is like I can't just sit in their room. So I went back out in the crowd. But I had the beers and stuff. And then and then after. I was like, man, before they end, I got to go in and get more of their beer. <laughs> so they're still on stage. And I'm like, I go back, except they ended fast, man. So there I am. I'm in their, I'm in their, their dressing room. And Megadeth come in. They're all sweaty right after the show. And they're like, they don't really say anything to me either. I'm sort of just hanging around, standing there. <laughs> So just look at me, and then right away I was like, "What happened to all? What, hey, where's our beer? What happened? We should have more than this. What's going on here?" And then basically, then right away, Mustaine looks over to me. He goes, "You're the little punk. That you're the little bastard." He said something to me. Can't repeat it. He goes, "You're the kid that stole my pass." And then they said to me, "The band is standing there." And Chris Paul and the guitarist says to me, "He goes, are you telling me did you rip off Dave's pass off his leg? Come back here and start drinking our beer?" And I was like, I sort of like shrugged a little bit. And they all started cracking up, man. And they're like, you're, you're effing all right, kid. You're all right. And boom, I hit it off of Megadeth. Next thing I know, I'm on their tour bus partying it up. And, um... And and they told me, they said, listen, Chris Poland told me, he goes, kid, I like your style. He goes, I'm looking for someone like you. You want to, uh, you want to come on tour? He goes, we got to leave right now, <laughs> right now. I said, when? He goes, now. He goes, we need. He goes, we need an extra roadie, bro. He goes, you'll be my second roadie. And he goes, I know you know how to play guitar. I was talking to him and stuff. He goes, I, you'll be my second roadie, man. He goes, let's go. <laughs> and I was on the bus. I was like 16 years old. And I said, yeah, man, this would be great. And we're driving. And after like half an hour on the bus, I realized, I was like, this isn't like, I was like, what am I, what am I doing here? Like, I'm not going on the road with Megadeth. And uh, it's funny if I did my life. I wouldn't be here right now if I did. Think about that. I would have been some like washed out, burnt out roadie on tour with Poison and Motley Crue right now. Right? Like, I really would have been. Like, my life would have been completely different. Because honestly, I would have just went on tour with Megadeth. Like, <laughs> I just would have left, and that would have been that. And who knows what happened after that. But I get honest. Like, honestly, one of the reasons why I didn't do it, because Dave Mustaine's a jerk, and he started yelling at everybody. He started yelling at me and stuff. He's like, who's this stupid kid? And this kid stole our beer, and for some reason, you want to give him a job? <laughs> like, Mustaine, and they're fighting with each other. And it was hostile. I'm telling you, man, like it was hostile. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's me. I bring that energy or something, but I've been around some big band fights, man. Like maybe that they got into it. and Chris Poland quit the band like a month later, actually after. So it's a good thing I didn't join because he was the guy that wanted to hire me. Um, I, I was there when Motorhead, when Wurzel quit Motorhead. I was with Wurzel. He told me and the guitarist the homicide, watch this, I'm going to quit Motorhead right now. And Lemmy walks in and he quits Motorhead. And I'm like, I cannot believe that I'm witnessing the end of Motorhead. Like, and I'm there. Another time I was, I was in a room with DRI when they started throwing th bottles and shoes at each other and stuff. Yeah. I was thinking about that, actually. My life could have gone a lot of different ways. I got offered a hockey contract to play in England in, like, 1987 or 8 or something, 1988. I could have played hockey in, like, uh, in England. Division, the second pro league in England. Not even a top-tier league. <laughs> I got offered, like, $19,000 a year and free room and board. And the year was, like, four months or something. So it wasn't that bad, actually. It was pretty good. Like, my grandfather was very mad at me that I didn't do it. 
he was like, you already screwed up the NCAA and you're not going to the NHL. So he goes, this is it. <laughs> he got me. He's the one who got it for me. He goes, this is it. He goes, I got you a job in England. I said, what do you mean you got me a job in England? He goes, you're moving to England. He goes, you'll like it. <laughs> so it was basically, like, he goes, you're going to move to England. I was like, what do you mean I'm moving to England? My mom was like, well, if he doesn't want to move to England, he's not going to move to England. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you'll be a goalie. You'll be in the second pro league in England. And they're going to, you're going to live and they're going to pay for your apartment and everything. They'll give you $19,000. I was like, ah, I don't like want to do that. I was in a rock band, right? I was in a band. So uh, I was like, I don't, I don't think I want to do that. So imagine if I did that. I'd never be here now. I'd be like playing in Germany or Switzerland or to be a goalie coach now or somewhere. I probably would be married to like a hot European chick though. <laughs> Adventures <laughs> like Screw Mustang. Yeah, he got kicked out of Metallica because he's a jerk. <laughs> this is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Well, that's not good. Take a look behind me, Matthias. <laughs> you know, it's like a little bit more white. Oh, I definitely see that game where you're all missing a big fat chunk of something. Yeah, yeah, the Dodger painting just like fell on my head. <laughs> the hell's going on, man? <laughs> like, like I, I don't know why. Like it literally happened two seconds before we came back. So I don't know why it couldn't happen on air. So he's got, I think it's broken, man. God. Like, it's always something, man. I'm just sitting here. I didn't even touch anything. I'm literally sitting here at like a, like a Dodger. I got a Dodger, like, frame painting, like, just fell and, like, it never ends. It never ends. <laughs> In fact, though, I don't think it's broken. It's just sort of, like, fell apart. There's a difference. I can't lie. It's like the second or third time this has happened. I don't want to throw the company under the bus, but your products all suck. Um, 
Everything's like cheaply made. Their sizes suck, but I don't want to say who, you know. Just it is what it is. All right. Um, swear, I told you guys. I was talking about... Uh, Talking about ghosts and all that type stuff. I'm serious. I'm just sitting here and look behind me. Look, it literally was just tough. Like I just like turned around. I was like, it hit my shoulder. Like, God, I don't know why. I know. I know. The only thing that would have been better. I wish it would have been on the air. At least if it broke, it would get a laugh out of it. Like you guys would have seen me. Like, go, oh my God, and stuff. Like you would have seen the reaction. I wanted to get into a Megadeth versus Metallica debate there for a second, but I nearly just got killed by a Dodger painting. Imagine the irony. I love the Dodgers. Imagine if I, like, slipped my head open, like, with the glass there. <laughs> How'd he die? The Dodgers killed him. What, they didn't cover? Bring it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.